Wake up, wake up, wake up, everybody. What's going on, world? Wake up, wake up, Rise and shine. It's a new day. Listen, it's the day, the acceptable day that the Lord has made. I always say this. It's the acceptable day that the Lord has made. It's a good day. It's a beautiful day. It's a blessed day. It's a great day. It's a glorious morning. Listen, today is a new day. It's a beautiful day in God's neighborhood. That makes today a brighter day. This is Prophet J. This is Prophet V, y'all. And this is Brighter Days in the Morning. Yes. I'm one half of the Brighter Day Morning Show all by myself. I'm not good flying solo. But together, we make a dynamic duo. duo. Yes. Like two peas in a pod. Not Twix. Twins, but more like Twix. We give you something sweet, but with some substance in the mix. So listen, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a great day. Listen, we're going to give you Christ's perspective and everything we do is always applied with the word. It's our heart's desire to be a voice, to provoke and inspire, but to cause an awakening in you is our greatest desire. That awakening brings life, and when we speak, we are speaking the keys to life. So listen, this is Inspiration360radio.com, home of inspiration, motivation, and you missed your mark. I said this is... <laughs> Inspiration360radio.com, home of inspiration motivation, and transformation. transformation. My God, you got to be on point with that. You, 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 I messed up a little. You, you got to get this I'm thing together. I'm over here dancing, Listen, It's Friday. We already got the preliminaries out the way, and we're going to start because this is going to be a good day. And I always say this. Every day is a new day. The Bible says his mercies are new every single morning. So I want you to know that God is faithful to us. He's faithful to you. Yes, and know that it's is. a new day. Everything that took place yesterday, Woo. I always say this, babe. Anything before the moment called right now 
it's the past. It's the past, and so y'all. So we to look forward. We pursue and move forward. So today is a good day. Listen, we're going to start things off right. And as always, for those of you who might have forgotten to get up and do the first thing that you should have done before you get yourself ready, is to begin your day with a prayer. Oh, man. So can if you forgot, bit, if you forgot, you can dance and pray. We, we can, can dance, we pray. Can you, dance and pray. Look, you want to dance and pray? I'm trying to get the people to pray to get before their knees. You, you want to dance? Go, go, go and get your dance on. Go and get your dance on. Come on, prophet. You better keep your rhythm going. Right today. Come on. Prophet, come on. Come on. You the come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, y'all. Everybody out there. Come on, y'all. Sing with me. Come on. Can we get the bride today part? Go ahead. Hit it. It's going to be a bride today. Bride today. Come on. Don't hit that note. Y'all see me singing out there, y'all. Come on, it's going to be a brighter day, and we are excited to be alive in the land of the living. So we are going to start this morning out with prayer because God has been so good. And guess what? We're alive in the land of the living. So we want you to wake somebody up out there, remind them, tell them, get up. It's the Brighter Day Morning Show. And we are going to start out with prayer because God has been that good to us. Amen. So, Father God, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. And first of all, Father, we put you above everything. And we thank you, God, for allowing us to see another day. We thank you, God, for your precious Holy Spirit. You are the spirit of truth. Father, I love you so much, and I thank you every day, God. We have an opportunity to have an encounter with you, God. We have an opportunity, God, to fall in love with you, Father. And, God, we love you so much. You're so magnificent. You're so beautiful. You're so awesome. And, Father, I just thank you for the love of Jesus Christ. I thank you, God, that your love is being shown in the earth to everyone today, Father. And, Father, God, as we lift your name up, Father, we give your name the praise the honor and the glory that is due your name king jesus father i thank you god for uh uh, for freedom in all of us this morning i thank you god that we will have an assurance in you god that father you said that when our hearts are overwhelmed we will lean to the rock that is higher than i and i thank you god that even in our morning god as we lift our hands up oh god it's a sign oh god that we acknowledge you as lord and savior over our life oh god we thank you god for your presence we thank you for the anointing of god holy spirit we ask that you will have your way on this radio program we ask oh god that it will touch the hearts of man everywhere across the nation in the name of jesus christ father even now god let them feel your love let them feel your anointing let them feel your joy oh god in a new and a beautiful way father we welcome your holy spirit to be here with us today oh god and we pray oh god that every listener across the world across the global god will experience your love and your power in the name of jesus christ that when every day they arise oh god they will experience a brighter day in the name of jesus christ it doesn't matter what is going on father you are lord of lord and king of kings and you rule and you reign oh god and father god as we stay connected to you oh god as we stay in your presence oh god you said in your presence there is fullness of joy and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore and you said as we seek ye first the kingdom of god that all other righteousness shall be added to us in the name of jesus christ so father we receive your love this morning we receive your blessing we receive your joy in the name of jesus christ so father we honor you on today and we give your name the praise the honor and the glory that life will be transformed that people will be motivated that people 
people will be inspired oh god as they tune in this morning to the brighter day morning show for father you are the light of the world and we thank you god that as we acknowledge you oh god father you said for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and father we thank you god as we lift up the name of jesus christ that souls will come back to the kingdom of god and they will have a supernatural experience and an encounter with you like never before in the name of jesus christ so we pray for souls we pray for an awakening and a revival in the land in the name of jesus christ so father we receive it oh god for you said the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few hallelujah so god i thank you for sending the laborers i thank you god that souls are coming to the kingdom i thank you god that the revival is coming i thank you god that the shekinah glory of god shall be revealed in the earth in the name of jesus christ i thank you god for your presence is so rich and so pure oh god so i pray god that everyone will experience the power and the anointing of god and we thank you jesus and we bless you and we glorify you and we magnify you and we praise your name god we love you so much god and so your name oh god will be lifted i we lift up the name of jesus christ and as prophet jared said uh, we will make jesus popular again hallelujah Hallelujah. to the glory of god hallelujah hallelujah come on it's okay come on say amen hallelujah if you're at home somebody just say hallelujah somebody say thank you jesus this is a new day listen i always say this today is a new and it's an acceptable day of the lord listen sometimes we wake up and it's a dark and gloomy day yesterday and when we get out to bed we're already feeling a little bit lazy we don't want to get up we're feeling all the weight of the world we're feeling the pressure of life and sometimes we get up on the wrong side of of the bed and listen in everything we are to give thanks in everything we are to give thanks and praise and so father in the name of jesus i pray for the one father who is struggling this morning i pray for the one who's struggling just to even want to get up just to get out of bed because of life woes and life's blows and the pain of life now father in the name of jesus i speak that you restore that you rejuvenate god that you send restoration to your people father send restoration to the body father father bring a lifting up father awaken your people father father you know all that your people go through father father there are moments even when your children sometimes don't want to carry on they just want to give up and die the father let them know that god they're not alone father even the great men and great ones in the bible when there were moments when they just wanted to die father you sustained life and father in this moment right now i pray that you sustain someone's life that you touch someone's life that god you let them know that their life is not is not by accident but they are living on purpose father we are purpose by design you placed in each one of us a purpose father you knew us before you formed us because when you sent us here in the earth realm you sent us here with purpose each and every last one of us are purpose even when we don't know what we are here for we are purpose and we need to dive dig in deeper to understand who we are who our identity is in you so father the weak one the weary one the wounded one the one in pain the one that is hurt the one that has been abused physically mentally emotionally verbally father i pray that this day you begin to restore and lift them back up father father i pray i thank you that today it's a new day it's a glorious day it's a new morning it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood that makes today a brighter day and listen if you started your morning off 
wrongly you had a moment just now that started off right yeah so we just we just course corrected the day yes. so when you get out funky out your bed and you get up with a funky a nasty attitude or just frustrated with everyone guess what you just had an opportunity to correct the course of your day and so listen today starts a new day wow. yeah it's a new day it's wow. friday it's friday we gotta end the week strong man we gotta end this week strong listen we we gonna have to do something we're gonna do this matter of fact we're gonna incorporate some new stuff we're gonna start calling uh, uh friday's friday flow yeah. so it's gonna be like it's gonna be like fellow lovers of worship wow, or, or, or friends wow, and wow, lovers of wow, worship wow. and we're going to do something where we can have yeah. people that love to worship where you're going to call and we're going to make it where they can call in on the line yeah. and you can give us 30 seconds of your best song your best worship song yeah. we're going to do that it's going to call flow friday flow it's going to be, be friends, friends and lovers of worship and so you're going to get your 60 seconds yeah. uh, a chance just to worship Hallelujah. and we're going to be able to hear that tone so listen hey, hey what about if we i mean if y'all out there, if a song, even now we think about it, we saw, I guess, on TMZ or something where um, all the artists or celebrities are trying to come up, collaborate with a song. Remember how when We Are The World came out? I, I believe, like, we're the, um, you know, the Christian artists are those yeah. that have a song for this time, yeah. for this hour, that the world can play and it can do Listen, something you know, for we, them. we might can do something uh, uh, kind of fun. Just The blow. singer that comes, because, you know, I'm a musician. I play the guitar, bass, keys. Somebody call, I might just get on the keyboard. And when Sing, just play. So yeah, we're gonna, we gonna do it. We're gonna do it. It's, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do, we're gonna do some different stuff. So listen, one more time. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Good, Good morning. Rise it's and shine. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes, it is. And see, it's, listen. See, we're neighbors, and so let me say this: we're known as Mr. and Mrs. Rogers. And so, it's if you're all familiar with even back in the day, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's making will me want to get on the keyboard and, and play it. Will so, you be my? Come will on, you baby. be my you neighbor? I have to it. have it. I have to you get everything set right. Just Terrible. the sound. So listen. Anyway, are y'all blessed today? Listen, you don't see our faces. Maybe you do, but are you blessed? I want you to talk back. If you're blessed in, in radio land, if you're blessed on Inspiration 360 Radio, somebody say, I'm blessed. Just say, I'm, I'm blessed. Favored. It's a new day. It's a blessed day, man. We're going to get this thing started. And we've been talking about blessed. all week, the bride blessed. of Christ. We've been talking about the bride of Christ. Yes. And listen, we've been talking about how what it's like when we get together and we're trying to get married. And when we go to the altar to say I do, we pretty much prepare for that day in the moment just to say I do. The bride, she gets in shape. She works out just to get in the dress. The groom is doing the sit-ups uh, and doing all that, doing the push-ups uh, just to get to the altar just to look a certain way. I, I know I was. And so let me say this because I, I was trying I was trying my best to live right. <laughs> and so I was celibate. So listen, my, my, my day of the wedding, I'm like, I'm sitting. Listen, even at my job, the guys were laughing at me. <laughs> they were saying they would record me. Sometimes I would be lifting up boxes or lifting things, just curling, dropping down, <laughs> doing push-ups. And they was making it a joke. They were trying to have it for blackmail. But listen, but and so I was taking it serious. But many times we try to get to the altar and we say, I do. We only prepare for the day. Yeah. And we don't prepare good. for the marriage. That's good. We prepare for the bride and the groom, but do are we preparing for the marriage? Wow. And so there are things it's when when you're talking about marriage and we being the bride of Christ, there's something called a vow. Wow. If you look through scriptures many times, the vow, and when you made a covenant or a promise, there came a sacrifice. There came an offering sometimes. And so sometimes, well, when we come together to get married, there's a vow that's made. And there's a danger of broken vows. Wow. There's a danger. And so when you say vow, there's an encompassment of many things. It means a sacrifice as well. It means I'm sacrificing all other lovers. 
for my love. Wow. And so it's yeah. a sacrifice. Oh, you like that because you started smiling. Yeah. She started batting her eyes when I said that, you know. Yeah. But listen, there it, it's, it's, it's the vow is an encompassment of many things, a sacrifice yeah. of, of covenant. Yeah. And so with every covenant, every I said this before, covenants are tested. Yeah. And so... And if you looked in the Bible when God made covenants uh, with people and made promises, there were stipulations on, on certain covenants. And so it's important when we come together in a marriage, we know what we're getting into. And I'm not just talking about man and woman. We got to know what we're getting into when, when we say I do to Jesus. I feel like Prophet's trying to propose to me again. Don't y'all want to see Prophet propose to me again? It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're so pressed. Ah, I'm trying to put your idea. <laughs> This Come woman on, is and, 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 and sing a, a song to me. It's not happening. Today. Will you be my bride? How's that song go? I don't know how the song I goes. Can't wait oh yeah, yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, I remember that was hot. The guitar song. I'll break out with a guitar one of these days. Moving forward, Moving because forward. you see what she's trying to do. We're going to move forward. You're gonna Come on, y'all out there. Come on, tell, tell the world. Y'all want profit. You want him to demonstrate what a proposal look like. You want to dem You want him to demonstrate, you know, what it is to serenade your, your beautiful bride-to-be and, and get her all excited. Yeah, I mean, hey, don't y'all need some demonstration, y'all? Tell the truth. Let, listen, let it, the prophet it, know. It, listen, it, it, it ain't it, for the public. You know, some people, like, you know, you learn better, you know, by, um, you know, hands-on. Like, actually see how this actually works, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's desperate. Somebody uh, say hallelujah. Listen, it's good. We're starting all right. Listen, we're going to start. It's now, <laughs> what is it? It's 919, and we're going to do something that we always say. We call this Hot Tops. Yeah, This is Hot, hot, hot Topics, hot, hot. the trending topics, what's going on, what everybody's talking about, what they're Twittering about, the tweets. We're going to talk about this. So there was an article that says, Instacart users reportedly enticing shoppers with big tips before dropping them to zero. My God. For those that don't know what Instacart is, Instacart is for the people who don't like to go shopping for their groceries it's kind of like uber you can get an app and you can get someone to pick up your groceries you can put a list you can say okay i want this particular product i want this particular rice i want this particular vitamin d milk i want it to be this and so you have to be precise with what you want and so the person that gets gets it so my son is doing it my daughter is doing it my daughter-in-law is doing it uh, uh people at the church they're doing it so i'm aware of it and matter yeah. of fact we're about to do it today for the first time and so we're going to yeah. have somebody uh pick up the groceries and so anyway but the thing is it, it's uh you get tips and so I want you to listen to this article because this is amazing. For those who are Instacart users, it's been really popular. It's been out since about 2012, but it really hit its peak during the COVID-19 yeah. because a lot of people don't want to go out. Yeah. So people are, are doing Instacart. And it's the young people that are like, man, I want to get out the house. Yeah. So it's the young people that are in the stores doing the shopping right now. Yeah. So listen, Instacart users reportedly enticing shoppers with big tips before dropping them to zero. Some customers are using this method to get shoppers to pick up their orders amid the pandemic, according to this report. Some users of grocery delivery service Instacart are reportedly luring shoppers with large tips before changing the amount to zero. Those who are actually the uh, uh, Instacart drivers, you get this. Customers looking for someone to pick up their orders amid the coronavirus pandemic are using large sums of money to entice Instacart workers, <laughs> but then go into the app and modify the tips at the delivery, according oh. to a Thursday report by CNN. While the report cities a handful of workers who have had tips drop by as much as 50 
$65. And wow. Instacart representatives said that these instances are rare. In March, customers either increased their tip or didn't adjust it at the delivery on 99.5% of orders, according to the representative. They added there's been a 30% increase in customer tips. So lastly, Instacart says it made lowering tips to zero more difficult by removing the none option when customers select a tip amount forcing them to manually change the amount to zero if they choose to. The company says this makes it less likely for a customer to remove the tip. But listen, for those who are doing Instacart, I know this because I know quite a bit of people doing it. Uh, my oldest son, who is 24, my daughter, um, uh, different ones are doing it. Different people at the church are doing it. And so they say, you know, people will put a particular tip and it'll entice maybe you or me or somebody to come do it. And then when they do it, they drop it down to zero. Yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. Well, I guess I'm thinking, I wonder if it, are they dropping it down like how in a restaurant, even though it's still kind of wrong because maybe poor customer service or someone forgot a bag or um, someone, because um, this happened to our son. He told me he dropped off um, something or he forgot something in the trunk and he apologized to the person and he told him, no, don't give me any tip. It was my fault, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just... Yeah. He didn't, you know, even though the guy was still trying to tip me, he was like, no, don't worry about it. It was my fault. It was my mistake. So you could see wow. in times when, you know, someone may spill someone item, break their eggs or whatever. And maybe that's the reason why they may be subtracting. So I guess it's, it could be it could be different reason. I hope it's not intentional. And that's so wrong. But so far, I've been hearing good stuff. So, Absolutely. I mean, I've been hearing good stuff where my son have gotten gloves, masks from yeah. a, a person tip in a plastic in a ziploc bag outside of the tip that they get on instacart so there there are some really good um i guess depends on the neighborhood you go to and the kind of people yeah. you go to so but, but the, <laughs> the biggest complaint of those not the ones who are staying at home using the app the biggest complaint of the actual drivers that's doing all the work picking up the items the biggest complaint is that people are real picky so they might have i want vitamin d milk i want this brand of eggs i want this brand of grape juice i want this brand of apple juice and so when the when the grocery store doesn't have that item they have to then send a text they don't have this would you like this or what about this and the biggest complaint is that they don't the people don't reply back fast enough oh yeah and so yeah, even yeah. one yeah. of the stories that my that uh, um our son was saying was that i kept replying back to the person and i was in the line waiting and waiting until i just said enough is enough and just put the items back and left and canceled the order and so people get frustrated because people won't constantly let them know uh, 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 what they want next. So they have to have a certain list of replacements that will work. If they want vitamin D milk and they don't have this brand, they'll say, oh, okay, I'll take the 2% instead. But it's some tedious, uh, it's yeah. a little bit tedious But that's well. expected with any new application. Yeah. That's why even that is a part of a software where things has to be tweaked. And Because even when I was on there this morning, I was looking for something particular in BJ's that I know BJ's have, but it wasn't showing per se on the list. Oh. So I know that, you know, they're tweaking like with anything new you're finding out. And so as you get respond feedback, and that's why um, those um, those developers on the back end will begin to make the changes as the review come in. So you'll never have it perfect off the break but as you you know like for something like that if i'm the developer of that uh of that application when i hear something like that now i'm figuring how do um when someone's trying to reach because the thing is if i put in a order 
um may somebody may not have may not respond to it right away so as i'm a busy person or a mom or a dad doing something in the house you may not always have your phone on you or looking at it or paying attention to it did someone accept your order so you may have gone on to something so i don't think it's intentional that people aren't listening so how do we plug something in the app that if they're not hearing the alert that it will ring yeah. or call their phone saying hey um, the shopper is trying to reach out to you. So those are little things that you begin to tweak to make it become more, um, you know, stay stable. And so every on both end, um, both party is yeah. being pleased. So that's what happened at, during any application process. You're always tweaking. You're always implementing stuff. Even when uh, your brother talk about business that we got to talk about manage, yes. uh, uh, manage his house. Yes, and did. so I remember there were times when we were using it and I would reach out to him, say, hey, does it have this functionality? And he'd be like, hey, it's coming up in the next upgrade we're working on it and so yeah. he would begin to tweak the application based on the customer's need and yeah. begin to provide different things because in the beginning as a developer you don't have you got like a million customers so you don't know what everybody needs are but when you put the application out there you get the feedback and you begin to start tweaking it and begin to make the changes that you can i know one thing i know uber instacart they're making a loads of money loads yeah. of money because well uber not as much now because people ain't going to many. yeah places. that's true yeah but but, but my instacart point, definitely my point is these they're making money you know why because uber is not like it's um it's like they're not supplying like uh cars for people to use it's not a it's not a, a driving business it's a programming business a programming company same thing with instacart is a programming company so they don't have to dish out uh cars for people to, to drive to possibly potentially break down it's just a programming uh, business so the thing is it's money with this with, with the computers and since you say that i definitely have to put my brother on with his business i'm going to do that my brother yeah. one of the smartest men i know smartest guys i know i'm yeah. not just saying this because this is my brother my brother when he was 10 years old my brother was programming computers at 10 years old he started for those computer people that know this he started with dos wow, as a yeah. nine ten year old yeah. with dos learning how to type simple programs that give you uh, uh to have a conversation with you computer having a back and forth conversation yeah he would hook it to a computer a tv and then as time went on he would begin to just start a uh, uh, really really studying a uh, java oracle c plus plus all that and went down that lane but he has a business called manage his house yes, yes and so this is a business it, he has it for the marketplace but for the church as well so for the church for it deals with the finances of the church if you're struggling trying to keep your books in order and keeping it accurately done my brother has a he, he has a software he has a company that has a software that helps uh, uh with manage the finances of a church yeah yes yeah. it's, it's really awesome y'all yeah. and so for those that are out there because i've used the program so you can have different administrative roles to it you got people that handle the financial part of the ministry that only see that information you can have people who just handle the database the contact information um and so many different things so it's a powerful tool to see um how to make sure you're logging properly you're giving your tides you're offering um, and then doing a yearly report and then by the end of the year you can distribute um, yearly statement to each of your members so they can use it for tax purposes so it's awesome manageshishouse.com go 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 and check it out and I don't know if you can see me batting really quick because we I don't know how we switched over into yeah, I know. To commercial me just bringing it shout out. out shout out shout out shout out to my low I, I, I knew where it was going I saw yeah, it I see my low see y'all and and this is the beautiful low see box here and I don't know if y'all can see I'm opening it up and her beautiful lashes. So many different styles. Uh, but I'm wearing them this morning. Don't I look cute, y'all? 
I don't know who can see it or feel it, but y'all want to go to Low C Beauty. And we're going to get into these advertisements a little bit later, but yeah. we just wanted to shout out some businesses out there. Quick shout out. Quick shout out Listen, to Low C. You like my lashes, babe? I like the lashes. I like the lashes. And so as a husband, <laughs> as a husband, I still have to say, much as I love the lashes, I still have to say, I, I, I love you. I love you. Uh, with Even if you had bald head, if you had no lashes, oh, I still love you. You're so really listen, saying that? Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I got to say that for the people. <laughs> Y'all I heard that. I rebuke that ball head. I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna love you, but I, I might let's let's, let's uh, have a have a walk. Let's have a hat for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nice wig for you. So listen, oh but listen, but you know I love you. Yeah. But listen, we're gonna get into what we've been talking about this week. We've been talking about the bride of Christ. Yes. This, uh, and you preached this past Sunday, and um, I, uh, and I thank God that you preached this last Sunday because I was like, the, it was a wonderful break too because I had did the last like six or seven Sundays. So I was like, it's so good to not have to be a, a pastor yourself because we're in it together. So we yeah. both, it, 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 you just never know what will happen. You might preach one Sunday. I might preach another Sunday. But you was preaching Sunday about the bride of Christ. Right. And, and it was powerful. Right. It was powerful. I mean, it was good. You know. Well, when, now that you even say that, I hate to, when you, when, it's like when we both talk, we always trigger something in each other, Yeah, because other, you right? just cut me off while I'm I was sorry, trying, I'm sorry. I, I was man, trying go, to give go you ahead. kudos. Go ahead, I'm and, and sorry. You, did you hear that? She just cut me off. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to finish my statement. It wasn't intentional. I know. But what I'm saying was that I was blessed Sunday. Let me tell you something. It's like a, uh, it was good. The message Sunday was good, and I told you that Sunday after service and Monday, I believe. But I, I, it was good. I was standing up. And listen, you know, we could only have like 10 people in there. But the thing is, I was standing I was like, oh, this is good. This is good. So you Amen. were in a place. And so I want you to, uh, to go into the bride of Christ. And I want to hear what you was about to say when you just cut me off. <laughs> but let's, let's hear what you was going to say. What were you going to say? Let's see if it was worth cutting me off. It was worth cutting yeah. you off. No, when, I was, when you was talking about that, how um, partnering, and I think, I remember this, um, I think we were doing a baptism, was it last year, I believe it was, and we had went to this church um, to do the baptism, because we don't have a, you know, a baptismal pool, and so it just kind of remind me of relationships and how um, we have kind of not even realized how, you know, when God put a man and woman together, how the partnership can work and how we can strengthen each other and how we can help and support each other. And there's no domination. And it talks back again yeah. about relationship. But what it just brought to my heart was this uh, pastor who was their servant. And she was almost shocked to see me being a minister or yeah. even assisting with baptism. It was mm -hmm. like this thing like, you gonna baptize people you preach you and, and after talking to her in private i saw so much brokenness yeah. in her because she had so much gift to, to offer and it was almost like i guess the held thing back. where she was held back mm -hmm. or the woman only do but this much mm -hmm. and i and that thing broke my heart yeah. because i could see this woman had too. missed or people had blocked her from really uh being a vessel and something that could have really been i mean she was being a blessing of course behind the scene and doing a lot of things but uh, what i sensed from her there was so much more in her yeah. that she was not able and she lost years she lost years years now, now she doesn't have the strength that she wants yes to and it's like when, you, when she looks back over i've been held back wow they wouldn't let me because i was a woman wow they wouldn't let me do anything wow now talk about anything. yeah, in that even in relationship we can see that where we can yeah. hold each other back in relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's a sad thing, you know. I could I could be if we don't deal with these things again and going back to the foundation of of who we are and yeah. work on those things. 
even you because there will be a season of time i mean god has called both of us and we yeah, have different absolutely. calls and different gifting and say god open up a door for yeah. you to go to africa to produce a song or to sing on you know or and you're doing the will of the lord and if i'm you know being that wife and holding you back uh, why you gotta go and i need you beside yeah, me and yeah. and there's no trust there yeah, and absolutely. there's no and i'm dealing with my yeah. insecurities and all those things and i could hold you back from going forward and knowing that when you're blessed i'm blessed you know absolutely. there's no absolutely. we don't get that yeah, we go back to that question where the yeah. you know when you're blessed i'm blessed when yeah. i'm blessed you're we're blessed. blessed together we're blessed together we're yep. doing this together yep. what's mine is yours what's yours yeah so we don't it, most a lot of marriages don't yeah look at don't it look way. like that no, wow. no this is my money yeah i work these my hours. house my, my car yeah, my mm -hmm. everything my yep. my my even my. if your name is on that thing, on the title it still belongs to us together yes and so a lot of times people won't see it that way and so my heart went out to that lady i remember when you were telling me that before and this is typical and it's sad because we live in such well you have some that still live in the rigid world or the traditional world and it's like without really even studying in depth in the bible and sometimes even even we've had bad theology and let me say this when it comes to as we as it pertains to what women can and should do in the church a lot of times it's bad theology and the thing is we take one scripture and yeah. read it face value without studying what was going on at that moment in the time in, in history mm -hmm. and so you have people that say a, a, a woman don't need to speak but there were uh, prophets in the bible that were women you know, even when you look at like Deborah and and where the man wouldn't even go unless she went with them. Yeah. She heard from the Lord. She was a prophet and a judge. Talk about and that. And so the prophet. thing is, many times we, we discount the voice of the Lord if it comes to somebody that's other than than a man. And let me be quick to say this because, you know, yeah, I'm not one of them people that's going to be sitting there bashing men to make myself look good. I hate when I see that. I hate when I see that on camera because. Out before anything, I'm going to take up for the men yeah. because you know why? Because I know good men. And so I'm telling you, I know good men. But I'm saying this uh, many times when people are held back in ministry, it could be husband or the wife. But I'll start here first. Many times when that woman is gifted, it goes back to some question that a woman had the other day about an independent woman. It's an independent woman. It's very similar. Many times when there's a woman in a relationship who's called to ministry, oftentimes, oftentimes, it's not for everyone, so don't take it out of context. Oftentimes that man can be intimidated and can be a little bit jealous sometimes mm -hmm. if people are calling on her and this one is pushed to the side, but he can be intimidated, especially, and it all goes back to how she handles him at home. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, so then oftentimes as well, and I've seen it on both ends, I've seen a man that's called to travel to go do this, but his wife won't let him leave because she fears the worst. She always uh, has to have him there. Anytime he has an opportunity, she messes up his opportunity because she does not want him to go. So I've seen this. So if we can learn to work together, there's seasons. Sometimes it might be I, I, I'm on call. I really need to get here. And now and at this season, babe, you might have to focus more here. Then there's seasons where you might have to be going and I need to take moments where I need to focus more here with the kids. And you got to be OK with that. Yeah. We as, yeah. as a body, we got to be OK with that. If we're in this together, listen, I, you can't reach the world by yourself there's people that god cho chose you to reach there's certain people you're going to reach there's people that i'm not going to reach and so the thing is if i'm doing my job 
If I'm yeah. pursuing the vein that God has for me, staying in my lane, you know, and if you staying in your lane and that person staying in their lane, if we all in our lanes, eventually we'll collide with what we're supposed to uh, uh, collide with. That's our purpose and destiny. But many times we won't stay in our lane. And so we all are in this together. We're all in this yeah, together. Yeah. We're all in this together. And so we're all called. We're all chosen. We're all ambassadors. We are all ministers. People seek the title but don't even know what even a minister is. Minister wow. is a servant. servant. A servant. Serve. The higher you yeah. go up, the ranking, the higher wow. you go up, man's rank. You're supposed to be a greater servant. Wow. So if you started minister, you shouldn't even be the greatest servant. Somebody that's higher than you should be a greater servant. But you become a pastor, become an evangelist, become a prophet, become an apostle, be a bishop. Wow. It's like wow. if that title brings you more glory, it's like you ain't doing something right. Because truth be told, the higher you go, the higher your ranking is in man eyes the higher your certificate you are supposed to be the lowest servant and you see that with Jesus Christ and so if we don't look like Jesus then what are we doing yeah and so let's I can go into a vein on that alone because it, it, it's it's about humility anyway that's one of Jesus Christ's characteristics so let's go to what we've been talking and what we've been discussing all week which is the bride yeah which the, is the bride the of bride, Christ yeah and so we were talking about it and and you know you know the bible says that jesus he said that he's coming back for a church without spots or wrinkle right and so here we are as the bride are we really prepared we were talking about the oil we were talking about you know having oil in our lamp always being ready and i believe that we're in a time and a season prophet i think i was saying that on the prayer line the other morning was that you know we have to we have to learn some foundational things and we we got to go back because I think, you know, we in ourselves, we've been talking about idols, even in relationship or even in the body that, you know, in a sense, even as husband and wife, you have to have your own relationship with God. Also, I have to have my own relationship with God. My relationship with God can't depend upon you only because then you will become my idol. So the minute if you're the only one that's praying in the home. God forbid one day you don't feel well and then so there's no prayers happening. There's no covering. There's no nothing happening. And we even have to teach our children. We have to teach each other even in relationship, you know, that we have to have as the bride of Christ. We got to be able to stand on our own because even what you're seeing now, God forbid. See, we, we're just experiencing this one pandemic uh god forbid the the entire say the lights or um the powers went out and and we didn't have microphones and we couldn't play our music the way we did and how is it that we have to learn prayer and we have to learn that we have a voice within us and that we can get god's attention and that we the things that we think that we need um those are just additional those are just like accessory those just enhance the gift but the gift really relies on the inside of us and the holy ghost live on the inside of that so as the bride of christ we have to carry ourselves in a particular manner we have to carry ourselves accordingly because he said uh you know judgment begin in the house of god and he said i'm coming back for a house without spot or wrinkle and so as wow. a bride prepare in the natural yeah. so shall we should be preparing in the spiritual and god has been trying to get his people attention to prepare 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 just like prepare. a bride prepare for the master wow. that is yeah. coming are you prepared are you prepared for marriage are you prepared for what may happen tomorrow are you just looking at today are you preparing for what is to come are you preparing as the matthew 24 i believe talked about um, that there will be famine there will be earthquake there will be all these things in the land are we in uh 
preparation mode? Yeah, are we yeah. focusing as the bride of Christ? Are we being prepared both spiritually and naturally? Yeah. So a lot of times, like you said, we focus a lot on our natural relationship and we are preparing for that, but we're only preparing for that day, but we're not preparing to meet the King of Kings and yeah. the Lord of Lords. That's good. So listen, we prepare, and I was saying this earlier, we prepare when, when it's the day that we say I do. We're preparing for that. And I told you, I gave you my story about how I was working out at the job, yeah. going to the gym, trying to get the guys at the job to uh, work out with me on, on uh, lunch break. I would grab anything near me just to, like, curl some weight. So drop down doing push-ups. Hey, imagine, Keith, so, imagine how much weight we lost during that time, yeah, too. And yeah. then we were fasting. So we did yeah. both. Yeah, we, we did. Were. We're doing the natural and the spiritual because yeah. we did a 40-day fast. Yeah, yeah, we did. And so my point was that I was getting ready on my end. I was getting ready on my end to be prepared for marriage. And so you was getting ready on your end to get prepared for marriage. We were getting prepared for the day. But you asked me a question, I believe, like a Saturday night before you preached Sunday. And you said, um, did you have any expectations? Babe, did you have any expectations yeah. uh, uh, for your bride? And yeah. I looked at you and I was like, oh, what? What? What kind of question was that? Because, like, I, I, first of all, I'm married with you already. But I said, I didn't, my expectations. So... I had expectations for marriage. I didn't have expectations for the day I said I do. I didn't have expectations for the bride in a sense because my expectations as it pertained to that was, first of all, I knew you were saved. I knew you loved God. I didn't have to worry about that for marriage because we would have never went down the aisle if I didn't knew that, know that you loved God, that you were faithful, that you were honest, that you were sincere, that you had a sense of humor. So all those things were out the way. So I didn't have an expectation. Wow, so you said those things are important as a, a, those a things Christian. Were, should be a, yeah. a requirement. That was before I had expectations for marriage. I had to see that in you first. So that was before my expectations for marriage. So you were already qualified in my eyes to be my bride now i had expectations wow. uh, for marriage and so those expectations were things like i want to forever stay youthful want to stay young you know a uh, family i want us to be able to have date nights i want us to be able to go here i want us to go out those were my expectations for marriage and some would say that oh, you didn't have expectations for your wife you know to love god and marriage no, because I already knew you love God. That we, prerequisite. That was a prerequisite. Wow. So I think, yeah. it, do, you, do you feel like a lot of singles that are out there and y'all are listening, I think a lot of times, because I remember before falling for that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I had that, but Absolutely. someone kind of, oh, but no, as long as we love you, because I remember posing that question like, you know, we don't even believe in the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, the person, like, I don't even know how it happened, but it was, like, bamboozled. Like, yeah. they were like, it doesn't matter as long as we love each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I uh, fell for the okey-doke. Yeah, I, listen, you fell for the okey-doke. Yeah, and there was a different religion, and you married that different yeah. religion. But let me say this. I have a story as well. But I only, one time in my life, only one time I didn't know until I was already like involved with the uh, particular person. But at that time I was in a different stage of my life. But let me tell you what I did do when I found out. Even when I was in my sin, the one thing I always said was that I'm never gonna deny Christ, no matter what. I remember dealing with the female, and so let, let this be a lesson for anybody, is that I learned this le lesson. Any date after that, I always found out if this person was a, uh, was a Christian. Or she loved God. Uh, even if she was in a backslidden condition, I don't care. Even if I was in my sin, I was like, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go out. You're going to have to know who Jesus is because it's not going to go any other way. Right. So I remember dealing with this female, and I remember 
I just had found out in talking and all the time that we had talked, I never knew this. And this is the truth because even after counseling people, people get involved in relationships and don't even know what the uh, other person believes. And so if you're looking for marriage, you have to know what that person believes. That's good. And so now let me say this. I was dealing with this young lady and then come to find out, we were just talking and she's like, yeah, something uh, Allah. And she was talking like this and this. And I said, wait, 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 wait. I said, wait, what, I said, what, you, what are you? you, you uh, she's like, yeah, I'm a Muslim. I said, you're a Muslim. I said, I didn't know this all this time. And so, and guess what? I ended that immediately. Yeah. Amen. Immediately. Even in sin. I'm going to tell you something because I felt like, God, I'm already sinning. The last thing I'm going to do is deny you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The last <laughs> thing I'm going to do is not going to take a stand in the midst of, even in sin, I was like, God, I, just, I know this sounds crazy and messed up and mixed up, but I was like, God, I'm messed up enough with all the things that I'm doing, drinking, smoking, sex, and all that. But you know what? But I said, but the one thing I can control, I can't stop these other addictions. But the one thing I can stop, I can stop dealing with one female wow. for the sake of she calling on a different, uh, 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 it's not calling on my God. And so I was like, you know what? People would say, you're messed up because right. that, that makes me sound like there's something wrong with me. But I was like, that was just my stand. I was like, listen, listen, this can't work. This can't work because I don't believe I don't believe that. And you can't sit here and just be free to talk about this and, and don't want me to believe what I believe. No, 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 no. But you know what's difficult, <laughs> Prophet? You think about this. It's so many different dynamics. And so we know a lot of y'all out there, there's so many different dynamics when it comes to relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's like a billion different ways. And, and that's why but I say it's a difference now. It's, it's, it's different when you're married. If you both were unsaved and then you get married and like in your case, you and, found the Lord. Right. You found the Lord like while really, you were married. Yeah, you really found him yeah. while you were married. And then Ooh. it posed the problem. Yeah. When you wasn't living nothing. Right. And you grew up as a Christian. Well, it, well, it was always a problem, but yeah. the problem now becomes a religious problem. Yes. Yes. Right. Because yeah, now ahead, I'm not doing the worldly stuff. Yeah. So it was it was always a problem because I want to go back to this, that the signs even before dating, even before marriage, like there was an issue there because I realized even one of the things we want to talk about leading up where you could see the problems because we again have taken on the world's mindset and we have not done things the Christ way. Yeah. And so in the world, this is what we're taught. So prior up to even getting up to that place, you get proposed, you're all excited, all this stuff. Uh, hardly ever thinking about counseling, all that stuff. You're just preparing again for that day. You're preparing mostly. You get excited. You're going out with your girls. You're picking out the dress. I mean, everybody's shoes. You're getting all frustrated. I mean, you, the makeup, you want that day to be like the bomb. And so because I wasn't really into all that stuff, my sister handled most of that stuff. But even leading up to that day, what we call now the bachelor's party and the mm, bachelor yeah. and, and, and all that stuff that we do mm. that for me the first that was like yeah. I, if I had any sense I should have known that that was that that the marriage started off wrong yeah. even the day before the marriage mm. because we're taught to go out we see it on tv we see it in social media every wedding you see there's a bachelor party with what strippers we Absolutely. see a bachelor party with alcohol we see all this stuff and that's what's fun and you get your last thing in before you yeah. get married yeah. and it is wrong it's and wrong. so we already started off the relationship wrong because even though we have not physically put the ring on and said i do we're still in a covenant relationship because we said that we're going to make 
make this decision and end up we're still fornicating still committing adultery because the night before the wedding we're going to go out and we're going to do this thing right yeah. and so my my I, y'all want to hear a funny story so mine was hilarious right so of course i'm not into all these things but you know friends and different people that place this stuff together they did they did they so they know my mom you know apostle yeah. she is saving and <laughs> safe and so what they did was a positive. She listened out there. She was like, I didn't even know none of this happened. So this mm. is funny with these radio program or different things. But now you get to know the truth behind it. But this is just to help somebody out there. Absolutely. So here's the funny thing, y'all. So they know my mom saved, right, and all this stuff. So what they did was they set up two, two, two parties in one. So meaning what the plan was, we're going to – um. We're going to have a, uh, the worldly way of having, you know, your party. And so we're going to have a stripper come, mm. um, you know, at the beginning. And we're going to have wow. our fun. And then we're going to invite the church folks mm. like two or three hours wow. later. So they think that's, the, that's, when, the, that's when it starts for them. Because wow. by then the stripper will be gone. And mm. so the church folks will come and everything will look like My it's God. so normal. But mm. I would always think like, you know, it's amazing how God always messes some stuff up. Or it's just the anointing of Apostle D'Souza. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, she ended up coming right when the stripper came and mm. so here they're coming in and wow. they're like oh no and so it didn't go down this plan because now they got to tell the stripper to get out of here get out the back door get out of wow. here because the apostles are coming wow. yes and so i was wow. just dying laughing how wow. it did not go down the way mm. it was planned because mm. I guess that apostolic anointed decided to look, show up on God. the right time and, and blocked all of that stuff. So wow. I hope that's a funny story for somebody yeah. out there. But at the same time, um, I, I thank God because now the right way to this time around was done the right yeah. way. Um, I had good counsel, godly counsel. I was, you know, really in, you know, known the Lord for myself. And now this time it was pure. It was innocent. Just a group of lady having a good time talking, no alcohol, no, uh, none of that, no strippers, none of that stuff, but yeah. just having good, wholesome, yeah. uh, womanly, godly mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah, and I beautiful. enjoyed it. Listen, you know what, for, um, for what would be considered my bachelor's party, I didn't want a lot of people. I didn't. I did not want, and uh, with all the people, when you're a musician, you know a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want a lot of people there. I wanted people that mattered. So I literally said I wanted it was about maybe like seven guys. I, and matter of fact, and I even brought my father because it's like I, this wow, is a special day. Good, it was special good, for me. And good. so all I wanted was to be around uh, uh, wisdom. I wanted to be. I don't want to be around like ignorance. I don't want to be around foolishness. I don't want to be around people that knew that I was holding it down to be celibate. Be like, oh, you about to get some. I didn't want to be around. No, yeah. I didn't want to be around ignorance. because yeah. I took it serious. So I said, now I want my father to be here. I want uh, a, a young, a, a younger guy who was like a brother to me since he was ten. And I like helped. Uh, I was a mentor to him. I had my my my, my older brother. I had uh, the uh, people that mattered. Like uh, uh, he was like I remember Bill. I think Carl. Like different ones. Uh, my yeah. brother Deshaun. My father Nate. And so it was the core group of people. And I'm talking about. That, and I I, I love the wisdom. So I want to hear stories of, of you know their marriages and you know and my brother had just been married like months before that oh yeah so it was like everybody there was i believe everybody was married everybody was married 
except for uh, uh, Deshaun. Right, yeah. And he got married like two months after that. And so anyway, I just listened to all the stories, and my father began to talk, you know, uh, this is marriage, you know, this is this. And so I just gleaned, and we sat down in like, it was an intimate area, and we kind of ate, and we just sat, and we talked. And I honestly, it was like, it was more powerful than any party could have ever been because all them people mattered to me. Yeah. They mattered. It's like, and so yeah. that's why I said, even in, even in, in the bride, even uh, getting married, all the groomsmen, th- there were somebody that ma- that mattered to me in some way or another, or somebody who helped groom me along the way. A lot of times, even though we had a, a big um, a big bridal party, it was like all the guys somehow groom helped groom me in some way or another. Wow. So it's like so I was preparing myself even for the big day. And I want to say this: um, uh, Ephesians chapter five says. Husbands, love your wives yeah. as Christ love loved the, the church. church. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, and gave himself up for her. Wow. So in essence, that scripture was saying, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved his bride. Yes. Remember, the church is the bride of Christ. Yes. Jesus is the groom. The church is the bride. That applies to humanity, yes. men and women who believe in Jesus Christ and accepts him. And so, and gave himself up for her. Yeah. Christ died for his bride. Yeah. And so, going into marriage, let me say, not just going into marriage, but even as the body, we have to be willing to, to die to something. We got to be willing, and even coming together, husbands, and I'm saying this, talking about the men right now, we have to know how imperative it is for us to love our wife. When you love, love your yeah. wife the way Jesus loved the church or the way Jesus loved his bride and died for the bride. Yes. Yes. You will give it's saying in essence us as husband as men yeah. we're supposed to be so willing to give ourselves yes. to give ourselves to depletion to give ourselves even if we had to die for our, our wow. bride for our families and we have to take all of that into account wow. and so even not only that but Jesus died for people who rejected him wow. not just people that accepted him but Jesus wow. died for people that rejected him wow. and so we tend to forget that but that's that is some really truly agape love yeah. that's unconditional love that's good. for me to love you if you look at Jose and Gomer in the Old Testament where the Lord told Hosea to marry a prostitute. Wow, wow. The symbolism yeah. and, and it was a metaphor showing that this is how Christ handles his people. Wow. It's like is that even though Hosea married a woman who kept who's in co- he was in covenant with in covenant with a harlot in covenant with a prostitute in covenant with somebody who was so tied to so many lovers so tied to so many different lovers kept running off to so many different lovers but jose kept going after her yes and wow, so even when we keep going after whatever lover it could be our jobs our homes our spouse our church our pastor it could be our cars we keep yeah. going after all these lovers and all these things and god is still seeking after us wow he's still seeking after us and so the thing is god is always seeking after and so god used jose and gomer's relationship to show that listen it doesn't matter how many times israel goes back and plays the harlot or goes seeking after other gods and strange gods and going to uh, 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 worship uh, uh, um, um, deities the lord is still love is is still in love with that and still in love with that person and he's still in love with us and many times we are an unfaithful bride and like i said it doesn't apply to to a gender it applies to the church as a whole many times we're unfaithful we're so faithful we're even at home sometimes we can be so caught up in tv time so caught up in movie time and there's nothing wrong with uh, watching a good movie i love it yeah i I look forward to that you know that but the thing is the truth is is that sometimes we're so unfaithful that even with the free time we have to God, we give it all over to other things and fail to still give God the time. And God is a jealous God. We don't talk about that. The Bible says he's a jealous God. God feels. Wow. And see, we always say, think about this. You know God feels. 
he feels. Sometimes he misses us. Wow. Sometimes he's hurt when we don't call him. Yeah. Sometimes he hurt when we don't text him. Like yeah. you know how your bride do. You ain't you ain't text me a whole day long. Yeah. Yeah. You don't miss me. You didn't call me. Didn't check on me. All that yeah. stuff. But prophet, what I felt like in that moment where you were talking, if you could like really speak to. Uh, both men that are either single, preparing to be married, and even the husband that currently um, are being challenged. I feel like there's a relationship out there where that husband is re really isn't, maybe not really know his role or how to handle his wife. And, and, and there's a lot of women, uh, I mean, and, and I just feel like that in my spirit, that are, are being crushed or feel like they're being held back or um, the love is not there or, you know, all the stuff. I think like the husband, like I feel like you need to talk to the man, like the husband, as far as, you know, how they, the wife that is home, that's a good wife. They may cook, they clean. I mean, I'm not talking about a wife that is cheating on yeah, you and treating absolutely. you or mistreating you, but I'm talking about that woman that is home and wants that love from her husband. And she's doing the best that she can be to be a great wife. But again, like you said, there's a control issue. Um, there's an issue of verbal um, abuse there. Um, and how God can heal and, and, and maybe um, help that man because maybe he was taught incorrectly. Maybe he saw his father. <laughs> doing these things uh maybe this was stuff that he learned hanging around with his homeboy his different yeah. friends that influence these behavior yeah. but he's not really getting good godly counsel yeah. and that there are people out there that are like please somebody can somebody talk to my husband because you know guys deal with a lot of pride sometimes so yeah. they won't hear from yeah. their wife yeah and so there that there are so many dynamics with that I, i'll speak uh to those men that that apply to yeah and then we're going to still um even come back and talk about even on the other end because yeah. i know where there's some good guys and a woman is it'll be some women who's doing the same thing but i will say this so for that guy for those guys and there are a lot of them more than the women and so and uh these are things that are you know sometimes hard for me because i so want to take this stand for men but i'm gonna it's say not this about no no i get stand. it it's about I, talking it's, yeah, it's truth because yeah, i'm gonna say to absolutely the ladies, absolutely but, it's, it's but i want to say this it starts with first it's many dynamics but first many times that man may have never been taught yeah how to do some things you have some men if, if a father if somebody had an absentee father or even a father who was in the home who was still an absentee father or even perhaps a good father who was working but never took the time to teach there's so many dynamics that child goes without learning some things and so then coming into a marriage the controlling man when they have a good wife at home a lot of times it deals with it with their ego and it deals with a control and and many times it, it, and let me say the things that, that that type of man would have to work on. One, you have to die to yourself. Wow. And many times that man deals with a, such a level of sensitivity and, and as a very emotional and a moody man. And I always say it's a danger in a moody or man. Pride. Yeah, pride. Yeah, but it, it, pride is still, you know, when, when you start touching the sensitivity of a man's ego, that pride flares up and it comes out with aggression and it comes out in a stinging manner and it comes out sometimes and it'll say uh, harsh words to even their spouse. And so many times you might have a good woman at home and that husband, he has a problem with his ego. And oftentimes it's how he feels about himself. Sometimes a man who has never had things to work out in his favor and might look like the wife, everything just works out for you. Everything just works out. That man can deal with his own insecurities and his own frustration, perhaps his own jealousy. And many times it comes out and when it flares up, it's like that man typically is very defensive, 
very easily offended, yeah, very sensitive, yeah, very prideful, very controlling. So they have to flare up and show you who's the man of this house, yeah. And so, and typically that deals with a very sensitive man, a man who who deals with his own uh, um insecurity issues. And so those are things that you have to really uh, uh think on. But I will say this, and people have to realize the vow that you make. You don't just get married. It's not just getting married for the sake of getting married. It's not getting married for the sake of pleasing a burn. That's an immature mindset as it applies to marriage. When getting married, you have to understand what a vow encompasses. And is the vow encompasses many things. A vow encompasses faithfulness. Yeah. Faithfulness in your old age. Wow. Faithfulness if your wow. body drops. Faithfulness when your body begins to sag. My God. Faithfulness if Where you, you lose the perform. use of your legs. Faithfulness if you can't have sex anymore. Yeah. That part of the vow wow. is like we don't look at what a vow it encompasses so many things with a vow many times in a covenant that you're about to make comes a sacrifice with the sacrifice you are sacrificing yourself you're sacrificing old lovers many times you have to sacrifice uh, uh, your friends and so the thing is wow, is that all for your marriage to work and so many times it's the reason why the bible says you know uh, for this cause a man shall leave his father and mother yeah. and cleave to his wife, wife yeah. because the thing is you can't cleave to your parents yeah. you can't cleave to your best friends or your girlfriends yeah. because guess what if you do those your best friends or your, your posse your peers what will happen is those will be the influencing voices on your marriage and everything that needs to deal with in the home between one and two uno dos yeah it, it is it's open market for everybody to know yeah and then all the outside influences begin to speak to you and you begin to hold grudges in your marriage based off some words that, that a friend or a peer said right and so you can't allow things in your marriage and i'm going off into a different topic different vein but my point is is that 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 man has to be secure. I yeah. always say this. That man is 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 till death do us part. Yeah, uh, 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 say two that. love, yeah. two hearts, uh, one love. And so it's two hearts, one love. Two loves, one heart. Uh, so, and, and so and so. Let me say this. But when you come together, you have to be willing to sacrifice. A vow requires a sacrifice. A vow requires uh, uh, unconditional love. Yeah. And I was talking the other day about the Eros love. And it's like many times, um, especially for some Christians, we, we've been celibate. So we're looking forward only to passion. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not realizing after the passion, you have to have compassion for your spouse Woo. for the remainder of life. Yeah. So if you're only preparing just for the sexual encounters, let me tell you what happens when, what happens if that dies. Yeah. What happens if your, your spouse can't do that? And yeah. So we have to look deeper, but you have to realize the power of a vow and you got to understand the dangers of a broken vow. Wow. You look in, in scripture, wow. the covenants that the children of Israel made with the Lord and when and God had promised for them, it was always stipulations. Most things, it's just like prophetic words. A yeah. lot of times there can be stipulations unless God is saying something verbatim. This is going to happen. Yeah. That's going to happen. But in scripture, when they made a vow, God said, you know, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, if my people call, uh, uh, you got to realize the power of if. If you do something, this will, will happen. If you don't do something, this will happen. If I'm faithful to you, this will happen. If I'm unfaithful to you, yeah, this will happen. Yeah. So many times we're unfaithful to the things of God and we can be unfaithful and turn to other idols, turn to other things, just like in scripture. Yeah. And that opened up the doorway. It's not that God is just saying, I want to cause harm for you. We can open up the doorway. You can open up the door by doing some wicked things in your marriage and it can affect your marriage because of the thing that we did. Mm. And so it's so many dynamics that I can go into. But we need to come back. We're going to come back on but that because why, it's so much. But that's why, you know, we're going to even talk about even a book that's coming up to death do us part. Because 
you know, even in that, we're talking about for a lot of us, we've made these vows yeah. and we didn't even know or even understand what we were saying. A lot of time we make covenant. We tell Ali, I ain't never going to leave you. I love you. Like we're quick to say that, but we are held accountable for yeah. the words that we say. And so, um, you know, I, I just want to say that to somebody out there that, you know, to death do us part that book that sometimes we make these vows and these covenant yeah. and we don't even really know what we're saying so that's why i believe in marriage council we really need to like dig into that and really yeah. understand the vows the commitment that we're taking because we just say things yeah. lightly yeah. and really don't understand the magnitude of what we're saying yeah and we've been talking on that times and it is going to be the book and i'm looking forward for when it comes out we're going to finish that up it's uh yeah. it's going to be till death do us heart part yeah Two loves, yeah. one heart. Yeah. I, I think I said that wrong. Yes, you did. <laughs> I think I, I said heart. <laughs> one love, two hearts. Till death do us part. part. <laughs> one love, two hearts. I knew something didn't sound right. Anyway, it don't matter. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. It's a brand new day. Yes. It's a brighter day. Yes. This is the day of the Lord. Listen, we're going to be back in just a few.
Hey family, this is about to be the end of our first half of the show on live. We want you to go out there and join us on the internet radio. Yes, inspiration360radio.com. For everybody that's checking us out on Facebook Live, inspiration360radio.com. We're going to continue it on on uh, on the radio uh, online. So you can tune in. Be sure to check it out. Y'all tune in one more time. Inspiration360radio.com. But before we even do that, we're going to jump into uh, some shout outs that you're going to do. Yeah, kingdom businesses. Some kingdom businesses. But on top of that, we know we're in the month of April. If it's your birthday, we want to celebrate you, honor you. But we got some couple of just two people that we know of. Diamond just celebrated her birthday yes, yesterday. Diamond Andrews. Shout out to Diamond Happy Andrews. Birthday. Send her lots of love. Yes. Today, yes. today we got our Apostle Obi from Nigeria. Yes, Apostle Obi, happy birthday! Happy birthday, man! We happy love birthday. you so much. You are such a yes, blessing from the to states us. to Nigeria. Yeah, he might be here in the states actually, okay. but we just want to send our love to you. We love you so much. You are a mighty man of yes, God. He is, He's, yes. He has spoken so many positive yeah, words yes, in has. our life. He came, ministered, yes. and blessed us. Yes, yes. He's such a faithful man. Yes, faithful yes, to is. his wife and his yes, family. Now that one yes, you talking about faithful. Yeah. Uh, he love his BC. And Don't mess works. with OBBC. Yeah, works hard. And he works hard. So, but before we close out, we just want to acknowledge a couple of kingdom businesses. Uh, if you're out there and you have a, a business, we don't mind. Let us know. We want to let the world know. Before we do that, talk about uh, Manager's House again and I Iconic 7, and I'll jump into the other stuff. Yes, so yeah. my, my brother, my blood brother, my older brother, Aaron Bartimus Rogers <laughs> Jr. You put in yeah, and I, I, I put oh, your whole no. your full government out there, full oh, government man. name. Listen, and I said this before. My brother is literally. Let me tell you this. I'm not just saying this, and you know this. He's like probably the smartest person I know. His brain, his intellect. He's he's a smart man, but he does all kind of program. He does all kind of stuff. But he has a business called Manage His House. Dot com. This business is for the churches. This is to help keep your finances in order to keep your financial books, your records, and everything in order. Let me tell you, he makes it easy, but you need to look this up, managehishouse.com. He's a, a, a legit when it comes to uh, software, when it comes to anything concerning computers and programming, but he specializes with this, with this uh, particular business. It's specifically for the church he does a lot of things but this particular one managehishouse.com is specifically for the church to make sure we keep in our records to make sure we keep in our books in order and it's a blessing to churches everywhere and i want it to be a blessing to your church so i'm gonna put that out there one more time managehishouse.com and it's affordable and it's affordable and let me say this and and he has a wonderful wife who is my sister-in-law jessica rogers they're doing it big because they're business owners business people listen she started with a store online called iconic7.com yeah and she she offers a variety of things and listen my wife gets stuff from there and she ended up doing so well she came off her job opened up a, a store in a nice area yeah in a nice, in a nice area. small man and, and it's, a, it's a, the store is beautiful iconic7 and you can check her out iconic7.com you can tell them where the store is located but yeah. listen support this is my family so listen i want you to support everybody but i can speak volumes on them because i know their product well Amen. And I support all. And so, uh, listen, tell where they can find the store. 
Well, you can get her. You can check her out on Facebook. She's also on Twitter, Instagram at Shop Iconic Seven, and the physical mall, uh, store is actually at Stony Point Fashion Park Mall, and that's in Richmond, Virginia. So when everything is open back up, flood her store, get some good product and trendy stuff and stuff that you're not going to see everybody else wearing. So we want to send a shout out to Iconic7.com. We love, love, love their garment. Some other kingdom business to remind her of: Divine Dishes by Paula John. She is the CEO and founder and the head chef if y'all looking y'all tired of cooking like me some days i think y'all need to reach out to uh, paula john she can deliver the food to you all y'all can pick it up make arrangement but she can she do meal preps uh, she does smoothies she does caribbean she does soul food yes. i don't know what she can't throw down with she coming up with all kind of different specials every day and i'd be like i never heard of that before yeah. but it sure enough tastes good so please contact her you can reach her at divine dishes by S-I-S, which is sispaula at gmail.com. So please reach out to her um, or reach out to yes. us on our page. We'll get you in touch with her. But for all y'all that is tired of cooking but you like some good yes. home-cooked meal, she got you. Also, Ordained Touches and the Present Future Academy. A lot of y'all, y'all going to be running back to get y'all hair done. You're trying to figure it out. And maybe you can do some virtual session with none other than Monica Johnson. She's the director and CEO of these businesses. If you need your hair curl, makeup, special events, wig, bundles, all this stuff. And she also does child care uh, services and she teaches your children. Uh, from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., you can contact her directly, book your appointment, and even get a tour of her school. And so you can reach her at the present future, the number 19 at yahoo.com. So please support these kingdom businesses. Also, Compass Cuisine. The whole family can cook, y'all, but this head chef, she's the master of them all. She's none other than Shawnee's Compass, is the head chef who creates tasteful meal. She specializes in an authentic Caribbean and American cuisine. Please see her. She does catering events. I've been at parties where she's catered, um, receptions. Uh, she does repast. She does an office party. Whatever you need. I'm telling y'all, I put my money on these two ladies. The food is b yes, the bomb. Is. Authentic. Because y'all know I yeah, be testing. I'm from good. Jamaica. So mm -hmm. I'm like, if your food ain't right, mm -hmm. you know me. I'm like, uh-uh. You yeah. need to go it's back good. and get it's, your, it's your, your, point. Your, your card. It's on point. Yeah, it's on point. Yeah. And that rice and peas is the bomb. But she can throw it down, y'all. So you can reach her on Instagram at Compass Cuisine. And you can contact her at Compass Cuisine, the number three, at gmail.com. And also, y'all see me bathroom. I hope y'all can see my beautiful lashes this morning. I hope I look beautiful for y'all. But it's none other than low-C lashes. Y'all yeah. see these cute boxes right here. And you see this authentic uh, mink lash. They last up to 25 wear. She, I think she has three different or four different brand of strips. She recently just came out with the, with the glue also. So I want y'all to support her. Low C by Low C Lashes by Low C Beauty. And Lomina B is the CEO and founder of this beauty brand. If you are in need of a quality strip, mink lashes, they last up to 25 durability. Hit her up. She, you can follow her on Instagram at Losi Lashes on Facebook. Losi Lashes by Losi Beauty and place your orders online. Just simply go to www.losi.com. 
locybeauty.com and we're going to post that into um, the page locybeauty.com and also you can contact her at www.locybeauty.com locybeautybrand at gmail.com so we can go and get all those stuff another beautiful product uh, Regina Gamble she's the owner of Lavender Faces she's an independent makeup artist I see a lot of people now a lot of makeup artists coming out support her she is the bomb not only that she's anointed it's one thing to have a makeup artist or a beautician but somebody that's anointed that when they touch your face or your hair you know that something maybe uh, something supernatural does take place i believe that when you have a, a clean hands touching your face and your body you know we even when we go to massage it we be checking people out but when you got some anointed hand touching you you can guarantee you that god is all in it so you can hit her up at instagram at lavender faces by gina facebook at lavender faces email her also at book lavender faces at gmail.com and not last but least but i know you're gonna do this thing but i'm gonna do detox tea y'all we are in lockdown detox it all the way i'm telling y'all see this thing says wait no more and boy i know i've shed some pounds but during this time where you are quarantined try this tea out and you can get it from uh marika white and you can go to her website. We will plug all these in into the page. It's detox to life that T A V A lifestyle.com. You can go there, get your detox tea. I'll give you a sample of what we do every day. You see this little package here, this bottle of water. You simply pour it into it, shake it up, drink it, and get ready. And it's potent. To have a best friend, have a moment yes, with the bathroom. It's potent. I don't know when it might kick in for different people, but I'm telling you, you're gonna lose some weight and you really gonna detox for yeah. real. So I highly recommend everybody while you're in this quarantine season, go out and get yeah. your detox. You you need to get it while you're in a quarantine season. Yeah. Because it's so potent. Let me tell you, for me, I don't know about you, but it works for me in about 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. 20, 25 minutes. And, and last you got two books to advertise, yeah. uh, C. Cecilia. Okay, so Man. so leadership in the age of narcissism, God's blueprint for Christian leaders. Listen, this is a book by Dr. Ricardo Baldwin, uh, Pastor Ricardo Baldwin. Listen, this book is for churches everywhere. If you are a church, and we're all the church because we're the walking temple, so we all need this. But if you're a pastor, if you're a minister that wants to get involved in leadership, if you're uh, uh, just somebody who's in the pews and you want to get involved in leadership, this is a book that you need to read. Listen, many times we produce. Uh, 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 bad leadership and we need to really learn leadership well and so sometimes when you when you when you get the knowledge from someone who knows who's been there we can receive it and so this is something that i believe every church needs every church needs this book and it's called leadership in the age of narcissism god's blueprint for christian leaders once again that book is by dr ricardo Baldwin. and the last last but not least uh, uh the last book that you wanted to uh to make mention of Yes, and that's from C.C. Cutchins, and she is doing the Golden Nuggets by God. I believe that's what the, the book is called. So we want you to go out and um, celebrate her and support. Well, this book is, is coming out. It's called Golden Nuggets by God. And so we're excited to see what God is going to do in her life. So be prepared. This book is on its way. It's coming out, and also we're coming out. There's a lot of writers out there. So if you have a book that you're coming out with, please send it to us. We want to shout you out. Absolutely. And we want to encourage you. 
with you. Amen. Absolutely. Listen, this is called Kingdom Business Spotlight. And so if that's you and you have a kingdom business or there's a business within, first birth that business, bring it out. And when you have that product, if you have something and you want someone to support, please reach out. We will put that on Kingdom Business Spotlight. So we believe in being kingdom supporters. The job that Jesus did, he, he, he had one message, but he brought the kingdom of heaven on earth. So he advanced the kingdom. Our job is to help ex execute and advance the kingdom on earth. So once again, if you have a business, please let us know. We will put you on the spotlight. So Kingdom Business Spotlight for all those entrepreneurs that have a business, let us know. We will put it out there. And listen, for everybody who's been tuning in, yes. listen, we're about, to, we're about to go to the second half of the program. And listen, please tune in at inspiration360radio.com. Once again, that is inspiration360.com. That is the home of motivation transformation. Listen, I want you to tune in and uh, we're going to pick right back up where we're leaving off. So somebody, if y'all being blessed, somebody say hallelujah. I pray that you're being blessed because the day is a good day. It's a blessed day. And we're going to keep it moving and keep going forward in the name of Jesus Christ. So we're going to get back started on what we've been talking about. We've been talking about the bride of Christ. We've been talking about not just in a natural husbands and wives coming together, but we've been talking about the body. And in order to know what the, what the bride is, we are the bride of Christ. We're the bride of Christ. So listen, I've been saying this. Bride applies to not a specific gender, but bride applies to humanity as a whole. So many times we get together when we're getting ready to get married. We are preparing. We've been saying this, preparing for the day we say I do, but we have to prepare for marriage. And so when we're preparing for marriage, we're thinking of the long run. We're thinking of it on long term. We're preparing for marriage. And so we have to be prepared for marriage. And so I would ask the question did you prepare yourself for your marriage? And I would ask this. Are you prepared to be married? Even being married to the Lord. Because we are tied together with him. So my question is. Are we prepared for marriage? Are we prepared for marriage? Or are we just looking forward to the day that we say I do. The day of the wedding. But not looking forward to marriage. And all the things of your covenant being tested. Yeah. And so, Prophet, yeah, so we going back to this whole relationship segment again, with, and we're going to pull up some of the questions that people have been asking us concerning relationship. And I think you had that one with the, the dating online, um, the question yes. of the day. We're going to ask this question to see how many all out there send some feedback to us. Uh, what, what do you think or what do you feel about that? What's the, okay, the, so the question of the day is comes from a young lady. And it looks like there's a more than one question within the question. So the question starts off by saying, how do you feel about online dating? How should one govern themselves when posturing or seeking a mate? The fact of the matter is that the ratio of men to women in the church is unbalanced. Wow, that is true. What advice do you all give to a Christian socializing to interact with the opposite sex? So let's read that question one more time for those that might not have caught it. How do you feel about online dating? How should one govern themselves when posturing or seeking a mate? The fact of the matter is that the ratio of men to women in the church is unbalanced. What advice do you give to a Christian socializing to interact with the opposite sex? The prophet, I think, because you, you've done online dating before. 
and I know I've heard stories of it. I've never done online dating before. So for just from the online dating perspective, what is your take on online dating? You've oh, been a part of it. Okay, yes. And you've heard story of successful online dating. Yes, so, I have. And you've I, heard I, negative. So I know a couple myself. I know a couple yeah. that's in ministry that met online. I believe it was Christian something, Christian Single or ChristianMingle.com. But I'll say this, and I, I don't know why I feel like uh, I spoke briefly on this on Wednesday you did you did kind of but I guess I think I just went into a, a story bit. I think I just probably went into a story yeah. one of one of my many stories about uh dating and uh, online dating because we we counseled a couple that was yeah. yeah yeah we did that's what I'm saying yeah. so we counseled a couple that got married that uh and um and they're still married so glory to God that they're married so there's a success story somewhere and so now as it pertains to online dating all I can do is 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 say my my perspective so i'm i won't say yay and i won't say nay so it's not a it's not a all all in yes when i say it's not me saying yes definitely and it's, i'm definitely not saying no as well because you know you know you just never know how you might find the one that god has for you but i do believe in the man finding the woman i just it's just me you know the bible says the man that finds a wife finds a good thing and so we live in a tech age, so there are so many things at our fingertips, uh, you know, and I, I know many of us want to uh, speed up the time as it pertains to getting married. And sometimes I feel like, you know, is my question would be as a man, is this given an opportunity for the man to find you or, you know, it's so many dynamics with it. So my answer is I'm not uh, all in yes saying, yes, go for it. That's the way. And I'm definitely not saying no as well. But I would say when it comes to online dating, I would say, please use wisdom and i was saying this just the other day use wisdom use wisdom because you just never know you just never know what to expect you never know you got to use wisdom because you don't know really what's on the other side of of uh of the internet you don't know who's uh who's looking who's trying to gain access you don't know if somebody under the uh, uh, pretense of saying yes i'm a christian they might not be a christian and i said the story the other day matter of fact about the man that went through the whole dating process with the woman he went through all of that and just to, when he got married he said to her after he had uh, uh slept with her the first night he said you know I, I went through all of this just so i could sleep with you and then that marriage ended so you don't necessarily know who you're getting involved with so i would say you know the the normal precautions that they would tell you on the site you don't just right away give out your information if you do that's on you i would just say be very careful you know use wisdom in it so i'm not saying yes and i'm not saying no and how do they govern themselves because i think a lot of uh, these sites i think you feel like you may have to present yourself a certain way you know the the sexy look like how do as a christian man or woman how should you posture yourself when you're listen, trying to do online is dating? It, can i ask a question <laughs> is there a such thing as christian sexy is there a such thing is that even a real thing i mean it's sexy is just you know i guess what somebody can make it but my question is it's like you know do we do we try to be sexy uh, and trying to find a spouse? Are you trying to be sexy when you try to when you try to show too much sex appeal? It's like most likely they're not going to see you as a spouse. And so this is like uh, uh, you have to look at it from this angle of most men. So I'm, God forbid, I'm not speaking about every man. But the thing is, this the truth is, if you present yourself a certain way, that man is not going to be thinking about marriage. It's just the truth. So my thing is, is there such thing? It's, it's he might be, but then it. I think then sometimes a relationship can just be um, solely like a soulish thing and just, you know, 
all that about the way you look and your you know your physical because i think there are guys out there like you know in their mind like this whole like you said a lot of people they go by what their their eye gaze what they're attractive to so i'm not saying they might want to marry you but then you don't want your wife to be sexy that's not what i'm saying no 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 i know what you're saying but there I, i believe that there are guys that will of course marry based on that but the thing is then you you look at then how long the marriage will last or the challenges you will have in the marriage because then not every day you got to be this person to them and if you're not then it, you know it, it it i think there's so much more to your presentation but your presentation i believe as a woman of god not to say i think you can be classy with your your appearance like Absolutely. i think you could be beautiful attractive and present your way in a manner where a guy can look and be like Man, she is beautiful. She is gorgeous, yeah. but not not in a right. in a. I don't want to use the word um, slutty or anything like that. But there's a way we can carry ourselves. Absolutely. I believe there is a it, posture as listen, a as a woman of God. Listen, that we you're going to present ourselves. your you're, you're going to put your best foot forward. So listen, if I was online, and I was putting a picture up. I would be trying to find my best picture. I would be trying to do something. And I'm sure when uh, people put up their picture, they want to find the best looking one, the picture that looks cute. There's but you can look beautiful yes, without absolutely. showing your your, your body parts. Absolutely. Yeah. I think uh, and I also think too is that it changes with your age somebody that's 19 and 25 and 29 I think when somebody's 40 years old online and 45 I think it has to change somewhat and it's like not that it makes it a right or wrong but what I'm saying is like and we always had this thing where we would say something like it's nothing like seeing somebody who's trying so hard to try to be sexy and not just be yourself it's like you know after a while it's like you know when you're like 35 you know you're showing what you what you want it's like I didn't have to look I wasn't trying to look for a sexy woman you want your wife to be sexy there's nothing wrong with that but what i'm saying is like at 35 i'm not on there looking trying to find um sexy pictures of a woman to see who i want to reach out to because chances are i wouldn't i wasn't looking at that place when i was serious about god and i was serious about life i was serious about getting marriage i wasn't at that place a matter of fact when i got to that place and i was really serious about it i wasn't no longer online on those kind of sites trying to find a woman that way i wasn't i found the woman that i wanted in the church and so what i'm saying is that so you're saying when you were on those sites you were looking for a different reason well you weren't necessarily looking for marriage remember remember no no but i'm just asking to be honest so a lot of people just think like a lot of people um, that are because it's a dating site that doesn't mean they're they're looking for marriage yeah, they that, might just be looking for dating yeah, which absolutely. it is a dating site absolutely and so for me i was never looking for marriage online ever that's just me now i can't say that for anybody else because it's different with everybody but yeah. i was not looking for marriage online i was just looking for uh, somebody to hang out with somebody to go out with what well, do those dating sites do they have in there like that's your goal marriage yeah sometimes oh, they good. have on there so at uh, least you know what to pick. they have everything on there they have things uh, under the, on on the christian sites you know i never i never went on a christian site so i couldn't tell you so and they probably have but most sites would still say are you looking for somebody this age range are you looking for you know ethnic Oh color. man, I just remembered back in the days. I thought about. I used to hear people talking about Black Planet. Is that? Yeah, yeah, I went on. I yep, I met females <laughs> from Black Planet, from MySpace, anything that you name. Uh, Listen, I I met females from that, and so thank God for a new life. I thank God for a new life. I really do. But what I'm saying is, when I was going on those dates, I wasn't looking for marriage. I was I was young. I just wanted to go out, want to have fun, want to get out or whatever. And so that was just my mindset. There are those. There are sites where. It's for like serious people. That's why I said my, my when it comes to Christian dating sites, my answer is not yes and my answer is not no. My answer simply is it can work because I've seen it work. I know a couple. We counseled a couple. I've seen it work, but I've also seen 
on more on the other end where it is not what it says it is sometimes because you might end up getting somebody who's a lie and they're not really as uh into christ as they might project it to be online and so that's why all i can say is that be careful be careful the same thing that they would tell you on, on when they when you look and you check this certain box and you look and see oh what's the what's that box called when you check in uh and you have to terms of service or whatever it is you got to look at it and you and you see to that agreement yes your okay. agreement terms of agreement and it says don't just do this don't uh, uh, uh meet in a uh, meet in a public place make sure you meet in a public place make sure you do this they'll tell you this for your own protection because you don't really know that person and then they'll say it's on you in so many words it's on you if you meet this person and so that's how it was on the sites that i used to go to but now on a christian site i wouldn't know you know because i wasn't going on the christian mingle date sites because that wasn't my thing at that time and so i found my woman in the church i found you in the church and so the bible says a man finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from god now if a man finds his wife on the internet then thank god then it worked for that person albeit i would still say be careful yeah i i early i wanted to stand up and do a praise dance you know because i just you know I, I like to just be active and be fun with the whole thing but i really wanted to get up and just do a praise break dance and just begin to shout because because i've been on both sides of the fence and i just want to say to somebody out there that doing it god's way is the best way it's a beautiful thing when you can marry Absolutely. your equal both naturally and spiritually when you're not here and he's there or vice versa she's not here and the beautiful thing is man when i when i was dating in uh, profit the wonderful thing was being able to uh number one pray together like what we we praying together like that was so beautiful like being able yeah, to come absolutely. together pray together worship together over the phone and you know praying the holy spirit we're not looking at like you're crazy or saying yeah. you're doing too much or oh my god can we you know just 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 all that, like your freedom in God, like just having that right spouse for those of y'all that are really, I mean, walking this thing out. Because I think there's different levels. So, but I'm talking to those individuals uh, that are really committed to the things of the Lord. And you're really passionate about Christ. And you want to find that mate that has the same passion, the same energy, Absolutely. the same connection. Uh, that you don't, he don't look at you like, you know, you're doing too much. Or you're a little bit weird or all that stuff. And so it's a beautiful thing when you can have that spouse that you are like, man, you could come home. You know, just like how you would come home from the natural and you would share like i got a promotion or um you know i was blessed with this or something and they're excited about you know the things that are happening in the natural world same with the spiritual world when you come home and you begin to tell um you know share your experience with god and you begin to meditate on the word of god they don't look at you like man you being too spiritual you being too deep that's too much i mean you want that but you know i i just pray even for those that i again the dynamic of those who yes. have now are in relationship right and they have um found christ and so but the other half isn't quite there yet and there that can be a challenge too in relationship so you have yeah, so many yeah. dynamics with relationships so we want to encourage everyone on all angles it doesn't matter the dynamic that you'll see you know and that's yeah. why we're really even the two things trying to work on what's already there and then work especially those who have not made that choice yet or enter into marriage to really take a step back mm -hmm. and to build that foundation 
redemption yeah. and to start over right it is Absolutely. so important it will save you years of pain tears and frustration all y'all young people i believe in marriage even at a young age because that's a stigma on that yeah. but we look at Absolutely. we have a lot of young married couple in our ministry we have our son that is young and married and i believe it can work i don't know this thing where people talk work. about you need to try it out you need to sow your whole you need to do all this stuff the devil is a liar yeah. you Absolutely. can find your wife and your bride at an early age the both of y'all can be started out being virgin for those that are out there that have not done anything yet you can do this you don't have to do it the world's way you can do it god's way so we want to encourage those that um have messed up to start over again to forgive yourself Give yourself a clean slate. Start brand new. Get that get that foundation right. Get your heart right. Get that relationship right. And and just encourage and profit people to, to do it the right way. Because I'm telling you, you will find so much joy and success in your marriage. And do not settle. And again, stop being so anxious and desperate. Be patient. I think after my transition, I think it was eight years, I felt like before I really encountered you and met you. And people were like, that's a long time. But it was worth the wait. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is worth the wait. It's worth the wait. And I would say you were saying about being patient. Uh, many times we just need to not be so anxious. And it's something that's going to be in the book, so I won't talk much about it. But I call it rushed love. And many times wow. we, we, just, yeah. we so desperately want to uh, just be in love or so desperately like we're in love with the, the the word being in love we're in love with that phrase and so many times we rush love and we lack the patience and know we should not be anxious for those things and so i say this many times when we rush and rush for love we've lived a cycle in our life and i can look at that in my own life meaning that when one relationship ends quickly we're in the next one right i mean if the relationship ends this week by next Monday, I'll be on a date. Wow. By next Wednesday, wow. and two weeks after that, I'll be in another relationship. Wow. Or there are there are many men and women that that operate like that. And when that happens, you never get wholeness because you know what? If you move into the next relationship so quickly, you're not even over that ex. Right. You're not That's over good. it. Then you That's have a good. bad encounter with the next person. That becomes an ex. And in three months, now you're with the third person and the third person in three months. And then when it's all said and done and you finally, the man finally finds you and really likes you, you still have issues or, the, or even vice versa. You come together with the one that God has for you. You're still not whole from the other exes. You still have feelings for more. More than one ex. Wow. So and people wow. some people say, How you have feelings for more than one ex? Oh yes, it's possible. Wow. You can have feelings for two people at the same time. Yes, yeah, yes. And yes, it, it may be wrong, but it's the truth. Yeah. And people might not want to hear it, but it's the truth. You can you can be and somebody can be in an extra and so what you gotta realize is the foundation the, the, the whole foundation, the foundation is wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. You you can be married to a man or a woman and then find yourself in an affair for three years and find yourself loving two people. And I love this one for this and I love this one for this. This one is security. Yeah. You know, this one is like my husband's a good man or my wife's a good woman, but but she she's like uh she can provide for me what my wife can't or he can provide me the things that that the, the lifestyle that I want. And so it's a danger and you find yourself with feelings for two people, with feelings for three people. And people will say, how is that possible? It's possible. It's dangerous, but it's possible. But it's the truth, and people won't, yeah, they don't really want to talk about that. They're engaging with too many yeah, people. I, I, I saw, I know a situation where the husband, he was uh, cheating on his wife. She found out she was really hurt. 
as she should have been, angry and everything. When he got himself right with God, he got right with God and found the Lord and got his life right. But by then, she was already hurt, broken, and, and started her own uh, uh, encounter and was having an affair. He was having physical affairs, meaning he didn't love the women. He was just sleeping with women. She found somebody, and it was, a, it, was a, it was not just adultery, but she fell in love with the man she was with. She was loving the man that wasn't her husband. And so he was like, you know what? I did this to her for so long. I'm going to stay in it and hang in there. And he was fighting for her, fighting for her, fighting for her. And long story short, it took a couple of years before she got her freedom and deliverance from that. Because even after coming out of that, she still had feelings for that man. You see what I'm wow, saying? So the wow. thing is, is that. And soul time, one, yeah. And the danger stuff, is yeah. one person. It doesn't make it right for anybody to have an affair. But the danger is, God forbid, if I was to do have an affair on you. If that was to happen, all the pain and the hurt, it can potentially open up the doorway for you to do the same thing. Doesn't make it right in a sin, but what happens is that one wrong move can change the course in the direction of, of something that should be. And so the dangers is when somebody makes a wrong move, it can open up a doorway. So then they were fighting. So you got to realize it took a while. He stayed the course because he felt like I, I feel guilty. I feel like I deserve this. But he stayed in it. He kept loving her. And thank God, glory to God, that God touched her heart. She got her forgiveness from the Lord. And they mended their marriage back together. Wow. That's that's oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful. It that's a, a brighter day testimony. It is a brighter day testimony. Yay! Encompassed with pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so and he can admit. He can admit to but what he did was wrong. But the light shined in yes. the darkness. That's right. Jesus the light permeates the darkness yeah, yes it does that was good well proper we got a couple more questions and i i want you to address this also and i and i know you can without even as we're mentioning this you know we we're not mentioning anyone names but we're just putting out the questions out there so um two things was you know are single christian men still abstaining until uh marriage um so we know of people that are doing that but talk on that are single men you know, because it seemed like, which is probably isn't a lot, because a lot of female are running to these guys, and they're, you know, they're not. And so, and then the other question that was posed also, which we're going to deal with, because this is another problem again. Every one of us are, we, we're all male and female, right? Before you, before, you know, even as a title with a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, a pastor, a prophet, all these things, all these titles uh, that we have, um, Underneath that, we're still human. We're still challenged with different situation. Again, if we all don't build on the, the a proper foundation, it doesn't matter our title. We may still have issues. So um, the question also for the question about uh, guys abstaining, also woman of God or man of God, who now we might date someone because or not saying we do, but we, we end up having a relationship and we may have a different perspective because you're a prophet, you're a pastor, you're a bishop, you're this in the church. So our expectation, because you have those title that you're going to do the right thing. You're going to treat me right. You, you're going to know the scriptures. You're going to know, you know, treat me as Christ treated the bride of the church, like all these things. And then it may not pan out that that person may be struggling Absolutely. with some stuff and you, yeah. you went based on thinking that this person hey Correct. is a prophet is a man of god they 
they can't possibly do these things. I'm expecting our relationship to be the best. I'm expecting our marriage to be wonderful. I'm not expecting him to have issues or her to have issues with cheating, adultery, fornication, <laughs> pornography, all that stuff. I'm not expecting that. So those are twofold question prophets. So um, as far as men that do you, you know, are, are single men really abstaining? Are they really, again, back to the foundations? So I would say this, as always, normally I say it depends, but this is two answers to that question. Yes, and the other answer is no as well. Because to, when you make a statement like this, you got to realize this. There is somebody that's being celibate. There's somebody that's really yes. being faithful to God. Yes. And many times, and let me say this, a Back lot of times. Back to the foundation yeah, again. A lot of times, the way I grew up, the way, even though I grew up in a church, but the peers that I had and the, uh, the world that I was a part of, I would oftentimes hear women say, ain't no man being celibate. Ain't no man doing this. Ain't no man faithful. There ain't no man, ain't one man faithful. And it would be ignorant comments. Those would be ignorant comments like a guy would make. They'll be like, ain't no woman faithful. Ain't no woman. I, I don't used to think say it's necessarily an ignorant comment, but no, the truth, no, no, like no, no. the, the ratio. But hear, hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. I said ignorant comments when I would say, I used to say this. Ain't no woman faithful. Ain't no, you say things based off what you experience. And so when you say that, it's like, it's not a, a blasting of somebody. I said ignorant comments like that by saying all women are like this. All Because of my hurts, because of my pain, because of the stuff. I labeled and stereotyped every lady, even the good ladies, that they were all would be unfaithful, that they're all, uh, uh, they're all cheats. And so I would say they're, that's, that they're, they're all this way. But but they're all, and that's what I would say, they're all this way. But it's not the truth. What I'm saying is sometimes, sometimes we say things, sometimes we say things from our own place of, of pain. And so I said ignorant things, and that's what it is. We say things based off our emotional place because the pain is in our emotions. The pain is in our soulless place. The emotions, the will, the intellect, the mind, the, the, um, the feelings, everything, that's all in your emotions. So based off of my emotional history, based off my emotional record with the women that I dealt with, even when I was trying to do right, based off of that, and I was not alone. Many men deal with that. Many women deal with that. Many women, based off their track record, based off of their history, Many, the, the environment that I was a part of, they would say things and it would make me mad. They, they say, were unaware. Yeah, they were unaware. Not just unaware. That's what they That's what they felt. That's what they felt. And they would say, all men are like this. All men are dogs. I heard that growing up a lot. And I was faithful for many years. And the thing about this is that in all my relationships, when I was single, I would date. But in my relationships, I was faithful. You see what I'm saying? Even when I wasn't, I wasn't receiving that back. And so I began to think. All women are like this. All women are gold diggers. All women are cheats. That's how I felt. That was in my ignorance when I would say that. And so my question to say, and when I say ignorance, it's not to offend because I used to say things in my pain. In your pain, in your emotions, you will say things quickly. You will blurt out things quickly with no, without thinking of the consequences of what you're going to say. So when I say that I said ignorant things, I said ignorant things because out of my emotions and out of my pain, I would say anything. And that's not wisdom. Wisdom is when you stop you pay attention you wait and you ponder on it but when you're emotional you, you just you, you 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 lose you you lose some things and you just spit out some things so yes in my ignorance i categorize all women forgetting that my mother was faithful for all these years forgetting my sisters in my pain and in my emotional state i would throw out 
ignorant words concerning women. I wouldn't call them out their name, but I would say this, man, look, man, don't trust it. Don't trust no women. I would tell guys, don't trust no woman. All women will leave you for somebody that got some money. I would say ignorant things like that. And that was wrong. And I had to fix that after I got my emotions intact. I'm like, no, there's good women out there. So my question to go back to the question, first of all, there are men who are celibate. There are men yeah, who are holding are. down, who are not, who are not, who are not masturbating, who are not looking at porn. There are men who are out there who's faithful to their wives. There are women, yes, men. There are women who are celibate because men believe that too. Are there any women out there who's trying to hold themselves together, trying to keep themselves for marriage? Yes, there is. Yeah, there are people that, are even, and then there's another uh, um, uh, uh, dynamic where there are some people who are trying to keep themselves even that are uh, in relationships and trying to pursue marriage, and even in that they're trying to live for God and still sometimes fall and make mistakes, but they're trying and so what i would say is that for every situation there's an answer it's a different dynamic for every everything and i would say for that couple you know have accountability pray more fast more and so to go back to this and i want to make sure i say this is that i don't want no one to take that out of context when i say ignorance because i use myself as, a, as an example I said ignorant things when I was younger. I said ignorant things because in my younger years, I wasn't I didn't have the wisdom that I have now. In my younger years, the minute that pain would hit me or the emotional trauma would hit me or somebody would hurt my heart. I would just say all of y'all like that. I don't trust any of you guys. Matter of fact, I said that for years. I said I'm not going to give my heart to no woman for a long time because I don't trust anybody. And it took God to heal my heart. Because I said all women were the same, but it wasn't the truth. And people don't want to hear the truth. This is the truth. Yeah. The truth is that. Yeah. The truth is I said ignorant things. The truth is people say ignorant things. The base of their emotional place and their emotional state, if somebody cheats on them, they begin to think that the next person they're dealing with, oh, they cheat too. It's the same signs. Instead of giving somebody a fair, brand new chance. But yes, there are men who are celibate. And the second part of your question, you were talking about the man or woman of God. That, that's dating or marry someone that's you know a prophet or a man of god or a woman of god and then they treat them horribly okay so now there's two parts to treating horribly now so but i would say this for a man or woman of god one they're man and woman of god if they're what, true man and woman of god well can i can yeah. i share this so even when i was um not even necessarily dating i believe people would try to introduce me to people when i was out there serving in ministry and i ran into a drummer who so-called liked me i ran into bishop pastors and i can tell you every last one of them that's just my experience um i would say i was shocked I didn't expect what the conversations and the different things that they would say. I was I was shocked. Even some of the conversation that was not Christ-like. Yeah. And so, okay, so let me say this. Just for the... Uh, uh, and, uh, and honestly, I feel like that person, I expected something different. And I remember this one young lady who said to me, Prophet, said um, they had kind of liked this man of God who was a prophet. And he had done something inappropriate or indecent. And he could have won that woman because that woman really liked him. And Absolutely. she was shocked that a man of God would have yeah. done something and like that. And I know that. many stories like yeah. that. But let me, let me uh, fix this up. You said that uh, every, every single one. But that I, I wait, wait, I'm I know. not just no, saying. Wait, 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 wait. listen. So check this out. Not well, every single for you. one. Yeah, because I had to fix that. Because you know why? I was a musician. And I am a musician. And I wasn't that guy. Yeah. I wasn't that guy. So, But I but, didn't stereotype yeah. people based yeah. on that. I was no, you just did. shocked. You did. I just that, that was like did. shocked. But I'll say this. So let's say this. Let's just say this. Uh, true. It, when you say the man of God or woman of God treating the, the person uh, the wrong way, I would say this. Every true man and woman of God 
they're 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 going to hear right from the Lord. But that does not mean that they've had good practical training. So now the thing is, you can say now I think every man and woman of God, they should be staying away and not trying to be getting in some uh, females pants and doing the wrong and, uh, uh, and sinning and all that. But but I'm gonna focus from this angle. Just because it's a man or woman of God, it does not mean they know how to treat a spouse. Huh. Yeah, people think just, oh, this is a man of God. He prophesies he's this. Oh, she's a woman of God and she loves God. It doesn't mean that she's just because it's a woman of God doesn't mean that she knows how to make a, a happy home. Right. Just because it's a man of God doesn't mean he know how to cook. Right. Just because he's a man of God doesn't mean he knows how to communicate with the Woo! spouse. And Say so people that think again, that prophet. just because it's a, it's a man or woman of God, we think that they got it all together. Just because they're a man or woman of God, they can get married and be jacked up in marriage. Yeah. Because they've never had the training. Yeah. You can spend all the time you want with the Lord and pray and all that, but there's still some practical lessons that you need to hear from somebody else that you need to learn it's like it, it, there's certain coaches that you need in this world and so you learn things from mentors you learn things from coaches so you can go and you can be preaching a pastor for the last 20 years and now decide to get married but you don't know how to share anything when you get married wow, wow. And so it's like no this is my car but i tell you what i'll let you use this you don't even see it as ours so my thing is just because you're a man or woman of god doesn't mean when you come together that you're going to have it together in a marriage but that's that's why even again for y'all singles as you're going out there as you're dating i don't care like again whoever the person is again it's good to get those counseling before you say i do because again a good person or a man or woman of god if we've never done with dealt with those issues foundational issues and even looking at family history background having those conversation now you know and knowing it's after battle you cannot just marry because of the title you need to get counseling you need a prophet you need somebody that gets some insight some depth some counseling and again I'm going to say this because the other question, Prophet, is I've been in the church my whole life, but never dated church guys because they were either messing with all the girls in the church or preferred man. Unfortunately, the men in church nowadays seem to battle with homosexuality more so now than ever. What's the hope you can give to us single women? in the church well i want to i'm gonna let you address that whole part with the day but i want to say you know to this question i've been in church my whole life but have never dated guys because they were either messing with all the girls in the church to me as a church we look at it sometime even as a family and i would hope and pray that prophet that we are doing um, our due diligence and to make sure those things don't happen in a church and i would say to any pastor leader within a church because we are the shepherd and we're supposed to Absolutely. protect the sheep and i've always said as leaders we are to treat every man and every daughter as if that was our own child so because you would not allow any other guy to come and run rampage in in our home with our daughter so forth in the church as a man of god we are always watching as a woman of god uh, some things may slip through the crack but guess what you're not not in not in k2l you're not going to come in yeah, there and absolutely. be passing around through all these different women and we don't shut it down or bring some correction to it we're not going to allow that to happen yeah. so i think the problem in the church is that there is no correction uh, that there is an eli that is allowing people to go about and do these things so that's why you're seeing it in the church because there's no correction being brought to it but we as leaders we have to bring correction to it because we have to protect the yeah, flock absolutely. we're supposed to protect the sheep yeah. if you if you hurt that person that's like hurting my daughter the stand that i'm going to take for my natural daughter the same i'm going to take for my spiritual daughter and my spiritual 
spiritual son. And so we're not going to allow mess to take place and turn a deaf ear to it. No, we're going to see it. We're going to identify it. We're going to pull you to the side and we're going to bring correction to it because we don't want that venom spreading around. So yeah. we believe if that part is fixed, yeah. then we wouldn't be seeing all these stuff where we're seeing all this in the church where guys are sleeping around or dating yeah. all these different Absolutely. women in the church. No, because just like how somebody brought up this question, which now it makes sense as you would go to your natural father and ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. Someone asked the question, don't you think they should also ask the spiritual father? I just think it's honorable to do it. Not that you yeah, necessarily absolutely. have to do it, but it just shows the level of respect and also to guard and protect the relationship so that none of this foolishness will be happening in the yeah, church and this absolutely. secrecy stuff. Cause yeah. that's what happened too. We're in relationship and we're keeping secrets. So yeah. the next person don't know you dating me, you dating me and then you're keeping silent. Yeah. And these women, of course, and man of God that, you know, these things are happy. You're supposed to be your brother and your sister keeper. Yeah, so what? how do you address that and talk about that and even yeah, the homosexual I, yeah, piece yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff? because yeah, it was a couple of things. But what you just said is so key because many times you do see, see that in churches when there's, let's just say one guy dealing with multi, uh, uh, multiplicity of women in the church, but everything is on secret mode. So nobody knows. The the, the young lady doesn't know that that, she, that uh, he's dating another, uh, another yeah. one of your friends and he wants to keep it on hush mode. But this is why I believe that anytime if you're getting serious if you're serious about getting married yeah. when when you have a prospect in mind yeah. you should if you trust your leader yeah. you should mention that yeah. you should mention that because then it puts yes. it out there and to protect from a lot of things you need that accountability yeah. and so but to go to the thing the question about seems like most of the men are homo homosexuals or a lot of them and I would say this is it's like you have to keep believing if you trust that God has something for your life you have to keep believing or perhaps yeah. you're in the wrong place yeah. if you want to be married and you're going to a church this might bother some people but if you're going to a church where there's 90 percent homosexuals and you want to be married you might need to go to another church yeah. you know what i'm saying and so the thing is this is like if that's not being addressed in the pulpit or it's not being addressed somehow then it, that's a whole nother dynamic yeah. but let me say this the bible says this first john 5 14 says and this is the confidence that we have in him if we ask yeah, anything according to his will, will he hears us yeah so for that woman god hears your prayer yes first of all and then it's the scripture Psalms 27 14 says wait on the Lord be of good, good courage, courage and he shall strengthen thine yes. heart then it ends with saying again wait I say on Woo! the Lord and the problem many times is that we have a problem waiting and it deals yes. with patience I said the, the, the meaning of patience my definition of patience is patience is the ability to remain in a place or state of peace yeah. during a testing situation yes. so to remain in a place or state of peace during a testing situation when you're waiting and waiting and waiting on God your patience is tested because it's tested with something called time time is something that we all have to battle because things don't line up in our time i want what i want right now Woo! i can't wait the bible says wait on the lord and while you wait be of good courage while you're being of good courage and you're waiting the lord is going to strengthen your heart yes. and wait I say on the, oh Lord. the Lord. And so it's a battle with patience. Yes. The battle is with patience. When it comes, when you're really trying to walk this walk and you love God. So for these people, many of us out here, for these men, these women that are out here that are really waiting on God, that are truly waiting on the Lord, let me say this to you. Keep waiting. Keep waiting. Keep waiting and, and keep trusting I, God. Yeah. And can I say this last thing, prophet? I believe in the timing of God. Absolutely. I believe that God, even for us, like he knew the time, the day, that we were supposed to connect. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times, sometimes we may say, like I said, for me, it was eight years. Yeah. For you, it was a longer time because you weren't planning on getting married that late yeah. in age. You, no, if it I was wasn't. up to you, you would have gotten married yeah. at 22. Yeah. And what age did you get married? 
I had to be about 37. Seven. Something like that, Maybe, right? Yeah. We were up there. But anyway, the point is the timing of God is so critical, y'all. I'm, I, that person yeah. out there that's saying, I've been waiting 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever years. Guess what? Because you're in the will of the Father, God knows the timing that you need to get married because you and that spouse are going to work this thing together for the glory of God yeah. and your assignment. It, it is it's a perfect timing. You may not understand it, but you got to understand that all things are working together for your good and the perfect timing of God may not be your timing, but in the time in the time you're supposed to be preparing, you're supposed to be waiting for that bridegroom to find you. And so if you get caught up a lot of times, you don't want to miss the time timing of God whether it's 5 10 15 years when it happened it is God timing because you are on heaven's agenda and heaven's calendar and yeah. it's beyond the two yeah. of us yeah. it is it's a global Amen. thing it's the will of God being displayed yeah. in the earth and he's using the two of you to accomplish his yeah. will in the earth and so the worst thing you want to do is not be in the timing of God and yeah. marry the wrong person, Absolutely. which will do a ripple effect in the kingdom of God. So we got to understand there are time and season for everything. Yes. For those that are waiting and God's word already been prophesied yeah. over your life, it shall come to pass. Be patient yeah. and wait upon the yeah. Lord. And you're saying it, you're saying it is seasons. It's all about seasons. The Bible says Ecclesiastes 3 1 says, To everything there is a season. Yes. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. So there's a season for everything. And so with that being said, listen, a new season is coming for you. A new season is coming for you. I want you to know that a new season is coming, and I want you to believe that and know that you're not forgotten. I want you to know that God has his hands on you. I want you to be encouraged in your waiting. I want you to be patient in your waiting. I want you to be of good courage in your waiting. So for those of you who have been waiting and waiting and it seems like nothing has come to pass. You've been waiting and waiting. You receive prophetic words and it seems like none of those prophetic words has lined up with your natural time. I want you to wait. I want you to continue and wait and not give up and not lose hope. I want you to know that God is with you. I want you to know that you are not forgotten. I want you to know that he is still mindful of you and that he's going to come through for you. It's just a test, and you got to make it through the test. You got to make it through. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I come as always. The first thing that I say is thank you, Father. I thank you for another day. I thank you for life. I thank you for health. I thank you for our strength. Father, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice even now. Father, I thank you for what you've allowed us to go through. Father, I thank you for the season that we're in. Father, there's something that's called process that we all must go through, Father. Father, we all receive a promise from you. And Father, we got to make it to the mountaintop, the pinnacle of the, and the climatic point of our mountaintop experience. So, Father, even while we're in our process, give us the strength to keep on climbing the mountain. Father, when we climb the mountain, there may be bruises. We may be cut. But, Father, we must continue to climb the mountain. So, for everyone who's weary, everyone who's living in broken situations and broken uh, uh, relationships and broken marriages, Father, you are the mender of the broken heart. Father, you can mend a marriage back together. And, God, even if somehow the marriage doesn't come back together, I pray that you still mend the broken heart. Father, you are mindful of your people. You desire a closer relationship 
relationship with your people. So, Father, I encourage each one under the sound of my voice. And I stand in the gap for each one. And, Father, I speak that you begin to turn around in this next season of their life, Father. Father, we believe in for the greatest awakening, the greatest revival. Father, we believe in for a turnaround even now in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone that has been dealing with a broken relationship, who still is suffering with the pain of abuse, suffering with the pain of emotional, spiritual, and verbal abuse, still suffering with the pain of infidelity because you haven't forgotten it. I want you to say, Father, forgive me for not forgiving. Forgive me for not letting it go. Forgive me for unforgiveness. Father, I want to be right in your eyes. In the midst of the pain, forgive me. I want you to know that the Lord has not forgotten you. I want you to press like never before. I want you to push like never before. And for the single one that's waiting, for the one who's been in a divorce and you're still waiting on the newness of a new one, a new marriage to come, I want you to continue to believe. Hope beyond hope. I want you to believe and let your belief, let your faith rise to an ascension level called to know. I want you to know that God has not forgotten you and know that he will come through for you. So Father, under the sound of my voice, I speak speak rejuvenation I speak strength I speak that the weariness begins to fall away and I speak that brighter days begin to fall on their life and father I cover them in the blood of Jesus Christ father we speak well of each one I speak that marriages begin to blossom and that the pain and that the misery begins to wither away and I speak that a new day comes and God I speak a resurrection a reviving awakening to the marriages in Christ and I speak a resurrection and an awakening to the body at large so father we bless you and we bless you and and give your name the praise and the glory and the honor in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. I want somebody to say amen, amen and amen. Well listen, it's that time. It's been a blessed day. It's been a glorious day. It's been a brand new day. It's a beautiful day in God's neighborhood. So guess what? That makes today a brighter Bright day. day. This is Prophet J. Prophet is me. And this is a Brighter, brighter day. day. In the mornings. Listen, I'm one half of the Brighter Day Morning Show all by myself. I'm not good flying solo, but together we make a dynamic duo. duo yes. Like two peas in a pod, not twins, more like twits. twits. We give you something sweet, but some real substance in the mix. That means you got to chew on what you heard yes. and what you learned. But it's always Christ's perspective applied with the word. Listen, it's our heart's des desire to provoke and inspire, but the cause and awakening in you is our greatest desire. That awakening brings life. And when we speak, we're speaking the keys to life. Listen, this is Inspiration360Radio.com, home of inspiration, motivation, and transformation. Listen, and from our family to yours, as always, we always like to say this. So when we leave, we always want to say, Team Jesus. All the way. All the way. And listen, you can follow Prophet uh, uh, this Fiona and myself you can follow us at Key to Life Global Ministries on our Facebook page feel free to follow us feel free to tune in on the recaps and check out the messages but listen catch all the, the uh, radio show you can go back and look at the live on the first half but tune in I want you to tune into inspiration360radio.com and as always from our hearts to you yes Team, Team Jesus, Jesus all the way. way. It's all the way. It's all yes. day, Jesus. Every all day, day, all Jesus. day, all day, Jesus. We, we proclaim love y'all. And we love y'all. Y'all be blessed.